When God calls you to do something that makes absolutely no sense, what is your response? Typical humans would look at it and question him. Of course we were. Of course we're going to question him. God, why, why would you have me do this? Or that doesn't make any sense, Lord. Where's the money going to come from? How am I going to find time to do this? Or Lord, you just gave this to me. Now you're taking it away. There are so many questions we can ask when God is asking us to do something that is beyond our logical mindset. But we have to remember not to put him in a box because he's God. He doesn't fit in a box. He's bigger than any box you could ever imagine. And so are his capabilities. So today's episode, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about my adventure outside of God's box because he's not in one. Stay tuned. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of Imperfect Parenting with a Perfect God. I'm going to add another chapter to my adventure of trusting God. (laughs) Many times so far in my walk of faith, God has called me to do things that absolutely make no sense. Uh, Or I question, is this really from him? Because it doesn't feel like what I would choose, maybe what I think would be the best thing. It doesn't fit into the frame of my definition of success or progress or, um, I don't know, add add in your, your positive noun there. But so many times he has called me to do something or give something or say something. And I have to make the choice myself. Do I believe it's from him? And if I do, do I trust him with whatever is to come from this? Because I can't see the answer. I can't see the outcome. I have no clue what's going to happen here. And it's often scary. I want to open here with a quote from, well, I guess it's not really quite. I was quoting scripture. Mark 4, verse 40. Jesus said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? This is, of course, from the scene where they're in the boat and the storms are flailing and Jesus is napping. Why is Jesus napping? Because he has peace. He has full control over what's going on. He's not afraid. He's napping. He's tired. Man's been teaching all day. You know, people tugging on his robe. Guy needs a nap, right? Because he is human, too. And they're all freaking out, all his disciples, like, what's going on? How could he be sleeping? And, you know, they do call out to him, which is a good thing, right? At least they know that, to call out to him. That, that's a bonus, you know, that's, that's the right thing to do. But then he rebukes him. He takes care of the storm, he calms it. But then he rebukes him, saying, guys, why are you, why are you focusing on your, your fleshly fear? I'm here with you. You know, I've got this under control. Don't you trust me? Don't you trust me to take care of you? I'm here. Well, God's done that a lot in my life. And the first thing I can, if if I think back in my walk of faith, first time he ever did this that I can remember, I'm sure this isn't the first time, but kind of a big deal, is when I was a young mom and I was a stay at home, but we really, we really needed the money for me to go. I needed to go to work in some capacity. And so I landed my dream job about six months after I had my first daughter. 
you know, as a, as a, an assistant in the children's department at our local library. I mean, this was my dream job. And for three and a half years, I did this and it was amazing. I had the best boss. I had the best coworkers. It was an ideal situation. And I loved being a librarian. I love children's books, all of that, everything that came with it. It was the perfect job. I couldn't have written a better job for myself than this. So about a little after three years into this, God started calling me home. God started saying, all right, um, it's time for you to um, quit your job and be home with your girls. Because now I had two. And I said, um, what? <laughs> that was kind of my first response. Like, Lord, you gave me this job. Like, it was very clearly orchestrated by him. It was beautiful. Like I said, I couldn't have picked it up better myself. It was very much from God. But then he's calling me home. Well, you know, there were a lot of conflicts in my brain. I, I liked having the, um, the income. And not that I was being paid a giant amount. It is a nonprofit city job after all. But um, it, it didn't matter. It was still income <clears throat> that we wouldn't have otherwise. It was also great benefits. It was a great job. It was, it was ideal. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. But God was calling me out of it. And I didn't want to leave. <laughs> my husband didn't want me to leave. He liked having the income too. But, you know, my home life was getting pretty crazy because I wasn't there and coming home. It was it was a mess um, because all I was really doing was coming home, cleaning up, and tucking the kids in and then repeating. So I felt like I wasn't really seeing my girls. And uh, I was just becoming kind of a hot mommy mess whenever I was home because everything was just chaos. So clearly it was the right thing to do. I, I struggled for six months. It took me six months to be obedient to God. Six months, you guys. He kept calling me home and I kept saying, let me think about it. <laughs> let me pray about that. Let me make sure this is from you, God. But I was obedient after six months. <laughs> I don't know if any of you can relate to that, but I was obedient. I went home. And it was really hard to give up that job. But if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have been available a year later to homeschool, to begin this journey that I've been on for nine years with my girls. And there have been so many things because I said yes to God and decided to homeschool as well, which was also a calling that God had on my life so many things have happened since then. So many people that have been that are in my life now that wouldn't have been otherwise. Um, I have grown in so many different ways that I can't even wrap my head around because I said yes to God. So something that seemed scary, something that seemed um, like I was giving up the perfect situation. I can't even imagine what it would have been like if I'd said no. Oh. But I'm not going to worry about that because I said yes. It did take me six months, but I did say yes. So that was a, obviously a giant decision that I had to make. And it definitely changed the trajectory of our family and in so many amazing ways. Uh, but there are other little ways that he, he calls me to do things or to give things. Um, there are times when he, he says, all right, this month you're going to give this much. And I'm thinking, but I only have this much left after I've paid all the bills. That How are we going to get gas? How, are we going, how am I going to buy groceries? 
I don't understand. <laughs> um, and there are times when I wasn't obedient. Okay, full, totally full disclosure here. It's not like I'm always obedient to God. I am human after all, and I make really bad mistakes sometimes. Uh, but when I am obedient to that, he is 100% faithful to take care of us, provide for our needs. And so I guess, I, especially with the giving thing, financially, I'm less likely to, to be disobedient because I have seen the fruit of it. I have seen the hundreds of times where he has been fully 100% faithful in taking care of us. And so the fear really isn't there anymore when it comes to that. And that really has been carrying over into a lot of other areas where I'm stepping out in faith in little ways and big ways. So you, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that recently, I mean, it's Wednesday now, so sorry about that. I'm not getting it out on Tuesday, my podcast, but, um, it's been kind of wonky me getting my podcast out on a regular basis because I had started a, a business and God paved the way. He opened doors. He cleared the path. And it was definitely something that a path that he has had me on. And it's been so much fun. Um, but it's been getting pretty busy at home. Um, and it's been really hard to balance some certain things and trying to figure out, okay, how do I do this? My girls are getting older. You know, they don't need me nearly as much, but honestly, that's not true. They actually need me more now than ever because they're getting ready to be launched out into the world and, um, they need somebody to be their launch pad, you know, and, and my husband and I, well, we're, we're their launch pad, right? And God is their fuel. And so for us to to step back is, is not the right thing to do because then their rocket's going to fall over for going along with this metaphor here. Um, so God recently actually called me to, to close my business for a while. And now I've only been doing it for about five months, um, four months officially, I guess. But it's one of those things. It's like, but okay, God, you, you had me start this business and now you're going to have me close it so soon. Guess what? This time I didn't question it. I prayed about it, made sure I heard his voice clearly. I definitely felt his peace in this decision, completely and utterly his peace. And so that's how I knew it was from him uh, because he needs me home with my girls while they're, you know, slowly becoming adults or not really that slowly, but I mean, it'll be here before I know it, but they still need me, you know, more than I, I realized. And I still need to be here for them. And, it, and to be here for my family. So I obediently am closing my, my whoopie pie business for a while, temporarily, according to God. <laughs> he said it's temporary. So I'm going to trust him on that because he is trustworthy. So what are you trusting God right now on? Or what, what is he asking you to trust him about that you're, you haven't quite stepped out into yet? Uh, what, what decisions do you need to make? How's, how are things going? When you have trusted him. How did it work out? How are things going for for you in that? Because he is so faithful. And I know from so much experience that I can trust him. I'm not afraid of what's next. I'm not afraid of what's going to happen to my whoopie pie business in the future. I'm not worried someone's going to like jump in and snag the idea out from under me and start their own whoopie pie business and then take off and, and take my future customers. I'm not worried about that because it's all in God's hands not worry about that. He's got a plan. He always has a plan. And his plan is way better than mine because he sees the future. 
and he knows me better than I know myself. And I know he has plans for me, and those are good, and I want to be available for those plans. What does this have to do with parenting? Well, I've mentioned my kids, right? Well, honestly, my my kids still need me. They're older now. They just turned 13, and uh, my oldest is going to be 16 tomorrow. So now I officially have only teenagers in the house, and it's amazing. They're so much fun, and sure, they give me a run for my money and a few extra gray hairs each day, but that's okay because that's life. That's part of being a parent, right? Parenting is hard. You know, my 13-year-old is, is still the same. Well, you know, she's always been the one that gives me a little more challenge. And, you know, me not being home as much because I was running the business definitely gave her more freedom to be more challenging. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. And that was one of the reasons I believe God has called me back home um, because I need to really be a constant guide for her and not... Um, allow her to have more idle time than she needs because you know what they say about idle hands and uh, yeah she just needs guidance and what what am I doing if I'm not guiding my children that's the whole point right now I don't know what God's gonna have for me next but that's okay because sometimes it's not about me and in this case it's not about me it's about me being here for them and well that's why I became a parent right so I could raise humans so I could raise adults. We're not raising children. Uh, One of my favorite podcasters, Heidi St. John, you should check her out. Uh, She's always saying that, you know, we're raising adults. We're not raising children. We're raising adults. And it's true. Our goal should be to raise our children into the adults that we want them to be because they're going to spend most of their life being an adult, not a child. And if we don't raise them to be adults, then when they are launched into the world, they're going to be sorely disappointed in this world. I've seen so many kids, and I'm sure you have too, experience mental health issues and anxiety and depression and um, when they, as they get older because they, this world is harder than they thought it would be. Because they didn't have to struggle with things as much. Not not saying that they were, their life was perfect or anything, but um, they they didn't learn how to fail. They didn't learn that it's okay to fail and how to pick them pick themselves up by their bootstraps and try again and learn from their experience and their mistakes and do better next time. So that's why I'm here. That's why I made that decision. And this time. I didn't wait six months to be obedient to God because I know that when he says something, he's got a reason. And I'm going to trust that reason. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to fully rely on him. I don't want to be in that that boat with the disciples that are freaking out. And the last resort they have is to call on Jesus. No, he's my first resort I'm making that a habit. He is my first resort. He used to be my last resort. Have you ever heard that phrase? Well, all we can do is pray. I don't like that phrase, and I, I've worked myself out of that habit of saying that because it's not all we can do. It's the best thing we can do. It's the first thing we can do is pray. When we're struggling, when we're having issues, when our kids are driving us mad because they just 
keep repeating the same things and we feel like we're just disciplining the same things over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and when are they going to ever learn to pray and say God okay well this isn't working and I need to hear from you I need your wisdom Lord I need your wisdom in here I may I need your patience I need your self-control of my mouth I mean whatever you need God's going to give it to you because he is faithful He's amazing and he's generous and he loves you and he loves your kids. He loves your family and he wants good things for them. He wants a good outcome because he has a good plan for them because he loves them and he loves you. So whatever he's stirring you to right now, listen closely. Ask him for guidance. What's the next thing? Because all you can do is the next thing. One thing at a time, my friend, one thing at a time. Parenting is a long journey. It's a lifelong journey. But all you can do is the next best thing. So what is God calling you to next? Whether it's in parenting or in life, just in general. What is he calling you, your family, your kids to do next? To say, to serve, to give. Consider that carefully. And don't be afraid to be obedient because you don't know what's coming out of it. Step out in faith. Step out in the water like Peter. Don't let your faith fail. Trust in him fully because he's got you. He's got this. He is trustworthy. He is powerful. He is good and he is loving. Remember that he loves you, my friend. No matter what you're going through, he loves you. And that is the most important thing. He loves you and he can. Whatever it is, he can. All right, friends, I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to pray and close out. And I just wish that you, the best for you, that you, you would allow God to give you his best. That you would let it in, let him move, let him work in your life and let him love you completely because he, that's what he wants to do. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your love. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that gives us all these things directly and that we don't have to wait But we know that you are with us and that your peace surpasses all understanding. So when we feel that peace, we know we're on the right track. Thank you, God, for this day and this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Have an amazing week, you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Imperfect Parenting with a Perfect God. I am so glad that you joined us today. This is so much fun to be able to encourage you and remind you that God loves you and wants to partner with you in your parenting journey. Remember, he made you the parent of your kids on purpose. If you like this episode, please, please take time to rate and review it so that other people can find this podcast as well. I'd really appreciate it. And I think so would other people who get to be blessed by this. And share it with friends and family that you think it would bless too. Let's spread the word and let people know that God loves them and wants to be with them each and every day in their parenting journey. Thanks for stopping by and I hope you join us next week.